World Suicide Prevention Day Reflections You are listening to the audio version of the article published by the Review of Religions. This article was written by Sarah Wasin and published on the 10th of September, 2020. September 10th is World Suicide Prevention Day. According to the World Health Organization, every 40 seconds a person dies by suicide somewhere in the world, and many more attempt suicide. Suicide Prevention, a Global Imperative, Geneva, Switzerland, WHO, page 3. The figures are stark. Suicide is the 14th leading cause of death worldwide, and it is the leading cause of death among young and middle-aged men in the UK. O'Connor and Nock, 2014, The Psychology of Suicidal Behavior, The Lancet, Volume 1, pages 73 to 85. Research for the UK indicates that approximately one-third of people who die by suicide were under the care of specialist mental health services, while a third were in contact with the GP but not receiving special mental health treatment, and the last third were not in contact with health services 12 months before their death. Over half of those who die by suicide in the UK have a history of alcohol or drug misuse. It is of special concern that economic factors are being increasingly reported as playing a role in suicides, with 13% of those who died by suicide having experienced serious financial difficulties in the previous three months. Thus, suicide is often an act committed within the context of other suffering, much of which should be preventable within civilized, compassionate societies. That suffering is not always visible, unlike some other health conditions, where there are obvious physical manifestations of illness. For the sufferer, then, the experience can be a very lonely one, and it is often hard for them to envisage any solution to their difficulties. The statistics reflect how much harder this is for men where talking about psychological problems may be perceived as weakness. Sufferers may be told to pull yourself together and just to get on with it. We know that when people are severely depressed, severely anxious, or psychotic, their thought processes are not as rational as they would be in non-clinical states, and therefore working out solutions to problems can be very challenging. The higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse or other forms of self-harm reflect attempts to block out painful emotions of despair and shame. Suicide also impacts families and the death of a family member by suicide often provokes strong feelings of guilt and shame that they were unable to do anything to stop that individual from taking his or her life. What is Islam's response to this? Suicide undertaken in a rational state of mind is considered a sin and is forbidden in Islam because God is the creator of all human life. The giving and taking of human life are therefore his divine right. Human beings have been entrusted their lives by God and are responsible for their care and safekeeping. The act of suicide is a statement of hopelessness that things cannot change and by extension, that God will not hear the prayer of the sufferer and deny his mercy. And kill not yourselves, 
Surely Allah is merciful to you. The Holy Quran, chapter 4, verses 30. While God forbids suicide, He also assures His servants that turning to their Creator when misfortune befalls them will bring them out of their misery. Allah burdens not any soul beyond its capacity. The Holy Quran, chapter 2, verses 287. O ye who believe, seek help with patience and prayer. Surely Allah is with the steadfast. The Holy Quran, chapter 2, verses 154. A person who chooses to end his life forgoes his chance to receive the mercy of his Lord. The Holy Quran reminds us consistently that God has promised great reward for those that bear hardship with patience. And we will try you with somewhat of fear and hunger and loss of wealth and lives and fruits. But give glad tidings to the patient who, when a misfortune overtakes them, say, Surely to Allah we belong and to Him shall we return. The Holy Quran, chapter 2, verses 157. None of you should wish for death if he is righteous. Perhaps he may add to his good works, and if he is a sinner, possibly he may repent. Sahih al-Bukhari, book 75, hadith 32. Islam, along with other Abrahamic faiths, views our life on a continuum. There is the present world, and there is an afterlife. Once, a person wrote a long letter to the promised Messiah, salam, saying that the hardships and difficulties he was facing were unbearable and expressed that due to these hardships, he had grown so weary that he intended to commit suicide. The promised Messiah, salam, wrote in response, Suicide is a sin and does not render any benefit or comfort for a person. This is because a person's life does not come to an end upon dying. Rather, a new life begins. One may be facing difficulties in this world, but if one moves on to the next life with the displeasure of God Almighty, then the difficulties and acrimonies of the hereafter will be much greater than the hardships of this world. Thus, what benefit can be rendered by committing suicide? One should immerse themselves in patiently praying to Allah the Almighty and attempt to improve their condition. Soon after, Allah Almighty will show His mercy and save such a person from all calamities and afflictions. Badr, number 30, volume 2, 26th of July, 1906, page 9. As was mentioned earlier, many people who die by suicide have additional problems, and have often tried to get help. It is incumbent on a civilized society to look after its vulnerable members and to address the causes of hopelessness and despair. Whoever relieves a Muslim of a burden from the burdens of the world, Allah will relieve him of a burden from the burdens of the hereafter. jamiat tirmidhi Book 27, Hadith 36 as individuals, we need to look out for those around us who may be suffering. We need to let them know that we are prepared to hear their suffering and want to help them. 
It can be as simple as helping them seek professional help or checking on someone who seems to have disengaged from friends and family and taking an interest in what they say. This is especially true for young people who are often exposed to damaging content on social media. It is easy to forget that all images on social media are usually edited, creating fantasies of beautiful people living exciting lives. The reality is often far from that. Hazrat Khalifatul Masih IV, Rahmullah Alayh, wrote about the human condition in revelation, rationality, knowledge, and truth. We understand from the Holy Quran that God did not create suffering as an independent entity in its own right, but only as an indispensable counterpart of pleasure and comfort. The absence of happiness is suffering, which is like its shadow, just as darkness is the shadow cast by the absence of light. If there is life, there has to be death. Both are situated at the extreme poles of the same plane, with innumerable grades and shades in between. Revelation, Rationality, Knowledge and Truth by Hazrat Mirza Tahir Ahmed, page 180. Let's use World Suicide Prevention Day to remind ourselves to look out for others and to be an empathetic listening ear for those in need. About the author, Dr. Sara Wasim is a consultant clinical psychologist working in the UK's National Health Service. She serves as an editorial board member of the Review of Religions and also in the production department of Muslim Television Ahmadiyya International.